You're listening to the weekly Calvary Chapel Divine Digital Devotion with Pastor Michael Petit. Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Mike. I hope you're having a wonderful week leading. We're, we're a week away, um, a week and one day away from Christmas Eve. It's crazy. Uh, we're not that far away. Uh, as we get into the weekly devotional, I hope that you're enjoying this digital format. It's just the, the reason why I did this is because to me it's easier just to go ahead and talk. Um, and and go through um, what I wanted to share with you uh, than me writing it out because, man, I spend way too much time trying to fix all my grammatical errors, you know. Uh, My education system was not the best in Alabama, Uh, not to knock Alabama, but back in the the time that I was in high school, it wasn't the best. And uh, a lot of it had to do with me too, though, so it's not, not on them, all on them, so... Um, I hope that you're having a wonderful uh, Christmas season and Advent season. Hope that you're you're in a church where you're you're being taught about Advent, which is you know the birth of Christ. I can remember the first time somebody shared the the word Advent. Are you are you enjoying the Advent teachings? I had like I had no clue what Advent meant. Um, I, I I didn't know the Lord. You know I I grew up in a home where. Um, our grandparents never talked about God. The first time my dad talked to me about God was on uh, January 10th of uh, 2009. I gave my life to the Lord that night at 3 a.m. on January 11th of 2009. And, um, you know, it wasn't something that we we really talked about. Then when my mom, after my mom and dad divorced, my mom married a Catholic and we only went to Christmas Eve midnight mass that was the only time we ever showed up to church and and the funny part about that is is it's not real funny but it was the chaos that we were living in is that you know christmas was commercialized it was all about santa claus it was all about the shopping the parties um even even midnight mass that we we were at christmas eve parties two or three of them uh, before we would get dropped off at midnight mass and everybody was drunk at midnight mass and it was like it was it was crazy and that's what we grew up in um one of the things i wanted to share is is uh, with you is uh the thing that really has spoken to me uh, as i've been teaching the advent series uh at calvary chapel divine is the the process of of what is your response to the birth of christ and, and what I mean by that is everybody has a response to the birth of Christ. Everybody does. Um, you know, this past weekend we looked at the word becoming flesh. And, um, you know, uh, yesterday in, in our, our Wednesday night Bible study, we looked at um, the, the different reactions. Uh, because in that story we had not only the wise men we also had the chief priest and king herod and each of them had a different um had a different response to the birth of the messiah um for instance king herod wanted to kill jesus didn't want any part of him uh the chief priests wanted to ignore jesus because they were hypocrites they were whitewashed tombs they were as jesus called them later on uh, dry bones in a in a um, in a coffin, um, and they were sadly, you know, they they and they. What's really crazy is they actually quote scripture to tell Herod where the Messiah is going to be born, and they were only five to six miles from where the Messiah was born, and yet they did not go to worship him. 
And we have a lot of people that sit in churches that are the same way. They sit in churches that are the same way, and and they they play Christian, right? And they act like they got it all together, and they can quote scripture to you, and they they can throw the theology at you, but yet their application in their life is not there. It's it's like that. There was something last night I wanted to share, and this is what the devotion is about. It's it's about. Uh, you know, maybe this Advent season you haven't decided to follow Christ uh, or maybe uh, you've drifted away from the Lord or maybe you're just needing encouragement. One of the verses that really, um, that I really loved that we shared last night was in Joel chapter 2. And I want to read a few verses up because we're going to talk about the, uh, uh, how God is all-powerful. And uh, in Joel chapter 2, one of the things that we see is that he is going to fulfill every one of his promises. And we know that because the birth of his son, Jesus, the prophecies. Remember I told you there were over 300 prophecies that had been fulfilled of his birth, his life, his death, and his resurrection. Fulfilled. Fulfilled. And, and one of the things that we see in, in Joel chapter 2, verse 11, it says, The Lord uttered his voice before his army. For his camp and exceedingly great, he who ex- uh, executes his words is powerful. For the day of the Lord is great and very awesome, and who can endure it? There is going to come a day of the Lord. And one of the things we don't really talk about is is why Jesus came. And, and that's actually covered pretty pretty simply. If you, if, if you want to look at this later, it's in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And I'm actually going to go over that this weekend. Uh, in our in our teaching this weekend, as we're going to see the response of Joseph uh, in in the Christmas story, as he uh, he being the father, a just man. But verse twenty one says, "She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. He will save their pe- people from their sins." And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. See, when when God speaks, God is all-powerful. God stands outside of time. And, and God is going to do what God says he's going to do. He's going to fulfill those promises. Now, some people think that, that because God hasn't judged them, that they're okay, like they're not going to have to deal with judgment. But God will, you know, you, you're going to deal with God at some point. Um, you can reject him here, but uh, you, the moment you take your last breath here on this earth, you will be in front of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's too late to choose Christ at that time. There is a heaven and hell. There are eternal consequences to our sin problem. See, in order for us to, to, to be forgiven of our sins, we have to repent. That's why it says he, he came to save us from our sins, right? He comes to save us from our sins. And, and that's an important thing to remember because even as you read in this verse, you know, uh, God is saying that uh, for the day of the Lord is great and very awesome. Who can endure it? No one can. No one can. And he goes on in verse 12, he says, Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. In verse 13, and rend your hearts 
and not your garments, return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. You know, some of us I, I know have probably had a year of disaster, have had a year of of failure, have had a year of, of man, I cannot get past this addiction. I cannot put away this pornography. Whatever it is, you need to you need to return to the Lord your God. Uh, to to put that sin away. That's why Jesus came. That's why, you know, he he came to save his people from their sins. Um, and, and God has that heart. And one of the things that talks about rending, uh, to rend your heart, it means to cut out. That's a that's a heavy thing to cut out, right? To cut out. It's it's to cut out the heart. It's to, to remove the heart of stone and put in a heart of flesh. And, and uh, one of the things I was reading about this past week was the, um, you know, the, the story that's, that's out right now about Billie Eilish and how she's uh, struggled with pornography since she was 11 years old. And, and what it does, it does rewire, rewire the brain. People think that sexual morality doesn't have... Um, an effect on us, but it does. It has a a, a, a really bad effect on us in, in a way that um, it destroys the purity uh, that's there in our hearts. And um, and but you know what, God, God can heal that. I've seen people that have actually gone through this even at a young age, and they've been healed of that addiction. Because that's what God can do. Because they they rended their heart of that thing. They they cut that out. They they removed the hardness of the heart and said, "Lord, you got to deal with this. You're the only one who can help me with this." See, one of the things we need to remember is when we when we look at um, this verse in, in in Joel chapter two verse thirteen. It's a reminder to us, even uh, you know, in Second Corinthians, um, chapter four, verses eight through ten, it says, "We are afflicted in every way, but crushed, perplexed, but not despairing; persecuted, but not forsaken; struck down, but not destroyed; always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body." You know, sometimes we go through adversity and pain and, and spiritual afflictions. And sometimes, unfortunately, we, we put ourselves through it because we sinned. Um, but that's why I love that verse is he's like, hey, in verse 12, he tells you, yet now, even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. Just return to me. You know, that's really what, what the, the beauty of, of, of Advent is. It's a, it's a chance for us to remember that, that, Christmas is about Christ and what Christ did. He came to save the sinners. He came to save the sinners and, and provide you eternal security that your debt has been paid, the sin debt has been paid. And, and every one of us, and it doesn't matter, even your grandmother, they're sinners. We're all sinners. And I was a sinner. But you know, through some of those, those, the hardest times that you go through, that God will use that. And even Apostle Paul went through many, many trials. 
but he always talked about the purpose of the trial. He always said that they those were, you know, God at work, that he would God would reshape him and refine him and refocus his life so that he could be a better reflection of Jesus Christ. That was the purpose of some of the trials and the emotional and physical difficulties that he went through. And and God's you know, love is 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 not going to fail. He's not going to give up on us. It, it it tells you even when you were sinners. So even like someone like Billie Eilish, who's struggled with an, an addiction of pornography since she was eleven years old. In Romans chapter five verse eight, it says, "But God shows His love for us in that while we were sinners, still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us, for us even while we were still sinners." God works in your life, um, you know, may not appear immediately in the beginning, but God is still working because God is all-powerful. God stands outside of time. He knows the beginning and end to your story. God guides and directs us. And it, and it's one of the things that I pray is that maybe that you're, you're going through that brokenness Um in your life right now and crisis is trying to get you to focus on your heart he's saying hey the the problems in your heart there's a hardness here you you've got some unforgiveness you've never forgiven that person and that unforgiveness that you've held on to for 10 years has affected all these other relationships and we need to cut that out we need to rend your heart because he says, rend your heart and not your garments. Because what would the religious do? As we were talking about the chief priest, the religious didn't care that the Messiah was born. They were religious. And religion sucks. It does. Because it's not, Christ is not a religion. It's a relationship. It's a relationship with him. And so we should be clinging to him. And obeying Him, our focus should be on Him. And it shouldn't just be because it's Christmas. It shouldn't be because it's Christmas. It should be all the time. And yet God is wanting to, to transform your life. He wants to remove that fear and that anxiety and that depression and that suicide and that anger and that unforgiveness and that addiction. But he's saying, look, just don't tear your, 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 um, your garments. Because what they would do is they would tear their garments and put on sackcloths and ashes. And he's like, don't do that because that's, that's not the problem. The problem's your heart. It's your heart. You need to repent. It's your heart. And that happens with a lot of people. A lot of people, they, they don't want to deal with their, their sin. They don't want to deal with those false gods, the things of this world that they're worshiping. God's saying you need to release the grip of those things because I have a, a different direction I want to take with your life. And that's why I love the contrast of that verse is because he's saying that, yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart with fasting and weeping, with weeping and with mourning and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, 
and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. That's a beautiful verse that, that we need to remember, right? A beautiful verse that we should remember. It's, it, it's one of those things that, that, that God is, is de- delights to see people return to him and repent. There's a blessing with that. There's a blessing with that. And so I pray, what is your reaction? What is your response going to be to the birth of Christ? Who do you say that I am? We ask that question. I'm going to keep asking that question because it's such an important question. You have to answer that question of who Jesus is to you. Is he the Messiah? Is he the Son of God, the Anointed One? Because if he is, he should be the authority of your life. And I believe he is. I believe there's been plenty of proof. Again, like I said, over 300 prophecies in the Bible from the Old Testament that have been fulfilled. And we just read one in Matthew chapter chapter 1, you know, as, as the birth of Christ. It was some 700 years before it was written that Jesus was coming. And Jesus is going to come again. That's that's uh, that's something you need to be aware of. That there is going to be a return of Christ, and within the return of Christ, judgment comes because He's not coming as the Lamb. All roads do not lead to, he- to 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 heaven. I want to make sure you understand this. All religions do not lead to heaven. Okay. One of the things that's really cool in that verse and that we went over last night is when when the wise men fell at the feet of, of Jesus, they didn't worship Mary. They worshiped Jesus. They worshiped Jesus. The shepherds worshiped Jesus. They fell at his feet. See, that should be the reaction to it. There are eternal consequences to being able to say, who do you say that I am? How will you respond to the birth of Christ? And, and if there's something going on in your heart, let's say you've never followed Jesus Christ ever, ever before, and you're going, I don't know what to do. It's time to rend your heart. And ask, ask God to take that heart of stone and put it in a heart of flesh. You repent you, you ask Christ into your heart. You repent of your sins. You ask Christ into your heart. You, um, you, you believe that God died and rose again. And you ask the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And you ask Him to be the Lord of your life. He's the authority of your life, of your heart. The heart is the, the, the network center of everything. But what happens is we get away from the source which is God. It's the same thing that happened with Adam and Eve. They got away from the source and the devil came in and got in their ear and they fell. And yet God was there. And, and that's what we do. And, and that's, you know, in Joel, that's what's happening here. The nation of Israel, God is trying to tell them, hey, for the day of the Lord is great and very awesome. Who can endure it? There's going to come a time when judgment's going to come. And you have to make a decision what you're going to do with it. See, you're not promised tomorrow. Neither am I. The, the moment you take your last breath here on earth, 
The moment you take your last breath here on earth, you're with the Lord. And by that time, it's too late. You have to choose to follow Jesus Christ while you're here on earth. And if you've never made that decision, I want to give you an opportunity to, to say a prayer after me. Uh, if you've, if you've, you know, you're in a place where you're, you're like, man, I have completely fallen away and I, and I've torn my garments and not, not rendered my heart to you, Lord. Or maybe you're like, I've just been playing religion. I've been that hypocrite. I can throw out scripture at people, but my life looks nothing like a reflection of Christ. God wants to help you with that. Just go ahead and pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come before you. I am a sinner. I repent of my sins. I believe you died on the cross and rose. Three days later, you were resurrected, Lord. I believe you died for the sins of this world and for mine. Lord, forgive me. I believe in my heart that you are the Savior, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Be the Lord of my life. And I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Well, if you prayed that prayer, I would love to invite you to come to uh, Calvary Chapel Divine. If you go, man, I'm not even in Divine, Texas. Get plugged into a Calvary Chapel wherever you're at. Uh, if you need a Bible, please hit me up on calvarydivine.org, and I'll, I'll make sure I get you one. You can hit me up at calvarydivine at gmail.com if you, if you need a Bible or you're needing to find a church. I will gladly try to help you do that. Remember, it, over the holidays, you know, over Christmas, it's a, to celebrate Advent is to celebrate Christ. And, and what is the response to Christ? And, and that should be something you should be asking people. How do you respond to Christ's birth? And, and, and hopefully, you know, they respond in a way where they understand that, that Jesus came to save the sinners, uh, just like you and me. And, um, and, and just remember, I love the second part of that verse. After you rend your heart and not your garments, return to the Lord your God. And this is something to remember. He is gracious. He is merciful. He is slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. And Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, forever. So he's always gracious. He's always merciful. He's slow to anger, just repent, uh, abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. No matter where you're at, no matter what's going on in your life, God is with you. Call out to him, cry out to him. If you, if you go, man, I don't have the energy anymore, I've, I've battled this addiction over and over and over, man, just ask God for the strength. Pull somebody in and ask them to pray with you. Talk to someone and let them know, man, I am struggling with this. Can you pray with me? Can you, can you help me? And, and people will do that. I saw that. Uh, we had a young man that, that went to the, um, the event for the whosoever's at the bar. 
gave his life to the Lord, uh, started the disciple. Somebody grabbed him, Austin Lanier grabbed him and started discipling him that night. Austin brought it, Austin Lanier brought him to the next night at Spring, Texas. And the kid got to spend time with Brian Head Welch and, and uh, Sonny Sandoval and, and Ryan Reese. But what, I, what was so beautiful is, is at some point, Sonny Sandoval actually spent time with him just one-on-one, just a humble dude, just sharing his heart with him. And then, and then they started talking about music and writing music, and, and it was just a beautiful scene. And then the next night, the whosoever showed up at the R Church in Galveston, Texas, and that young man got baptized by Sonny Sandoval. It was a beautiful picture on Instagram. Unbelievable. It just it brings me to tears. Mike gave his life to the Lord. Christ meant something for him. He had a response. Like the wise men, he fell at the feet of Jesus. If you get into the end of yourself, then rend your hearts and ask Christ into your heart. He'll save you. He came to save all sinners, and we're all sinners. We all are. I hope that you have a, a wonderful, wonderful week and weekend. I hope to see you on Sunday. I hope that you're enjoying the digital versions of the devotion. I, I hope it's, you know, I'm not sure how many people read the, the actual devotion, but I figured this would be easier. God bless y'all. I hope to see you on Sunday. We'll be in Matthew chapter uh, two, uh, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. We're going to be looking at the response of Christ through um, how Joseph responds as a just man. And we're going to be talking about that. It's going to be so much fun. God bless y'all. I hope y'all have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day. And and regardless of when you hear this, if, if you... Uh, if you hear this and you give your life to Christ, praise God. Let me know. Give me up at uh, calvarydivine at gmail.com. And uh, if you need a Bible, you need to find a church, whatever you need, just hit me up. And uh, even if it's prayer, uh, we have a prayer team that's uh, willing to, to sit down and pray, and we would love to do that. So God bless you. hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. And next week we'll continue uh, these daily devotions, or the not daily, but the, the digital devotions. And I hope you have a wonderful wonderful week. God bless. Thank you so much for joining the Calvary Chapel Weekly Devotion. I hope that you have a wonderful week and we pray if you'd like to listen to more of the devotions or uh, any of the sermons, you can do all of that at our website at calvarydivine.org. You can also get in contact with me, uh, submit a prayer request, and uh, find out about other events that are happening in our uh, church and in our area uh, that we're participating in. So Calvary Divine dot org. God bless.